Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, leading people into the Christ-centered life. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. his disciples urged him, Rabbi, eat something. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you know nothing about. Then his disciples said to each other, Could someone have brought him food? My food, said Jesus, is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Don't you have a saying it's still four months until harvest? I tell you, open your eyes and look at the fields. They are ripe for harvest. Even now the one who reaps draws a wage and harvests a crop for eternal life so that the sower and the reaper may be glad together. Thus the saying, one sows and another reaps, is true. I sent you to reap what you have not worked for. Others have done the hard work, and you have reaped the benefits of their labor. John chapter 4, verses 31 through 38. If you knew right now, right at this moment, there was someone in your life that you loved and that you cared about who was hell-bound, but that they were ready, ripe, to turn that all around today, do you imagine that you could possibly sit there and do nothing? Would you not run to them? Would you not share Jesus with them? Would you not pray with them that they could leave their sin behind and embrace eternal life with Jesus? Jesus shifts our perspective in this passage when it comes to the idea of harvest. Now, for those of us who are literalists, Jesus can be admittedly a bit hard to handle because throughout his whole ministry, he speaks largely in metaphors and parables and similes and word pictures. He takes the big and complex truths about God and his nature and his kingdom, and he brings them down to earth in an easily accessible way. Presumably, this conversation in today's verses is taking place a few months before the harvest time in Israel. And Jesus ties into that picture to talk about salvation, to talk about people turning to Jesus, leaving behind their sin and their selfishness, and following him as Lord, not just for today, but for all eternity. You are used to living your life in seasons, Jesus seems to be saying. For a farmer, while there is always some work to be done, there are months of waiting, and there are months of preparation, and there are months of maintaining, followed by harvest time. Patience is the virtue of the farmer. Anxiety makes the seasons move no faster, and so farmers get used to the rhythms of creation and the cycles of activity and waiting. Not quite the same with souls, Jesus seems to be saying. You're used to living your life in these seasons, but I'm telling you right now, there are people around you who are ripe and ready to hear the gospel message. Right now, there is someone in your life who is desperate to hear what you have to say. Right now, there is someone who needs to hear your story about what Jesus has done for you. So why are you waiting? Why are you treating this as though you have months and months to sit around and wait? The harvest is ready right now, Jesus says. Right now, people are drawing their wages. Right now, Jesus tries to motivate us. There is payoff involved in being willing to go into the fields right now. Not monetary payoff, but joy. Joy in pleasing God. Joy in seeing our brothers and sisters find the same freedom and forgiveness that we have already received. It's what we wanted for ourselves. It's what we want for our children. Isn't that what we want for everybody? And as we do reach out, we will reap where someone else has sown. And we can trust that others will likely reap where we have sown. The credit is not what's important of who leads who to Jesus. The sower and the reaper can celebrate together that the blessing is happening, that God is at work, and that people are finding the love and freedom that only Jesus can give. 
We know, perhaps even experientially, that not every single person in our lives may literally be ready to respond to the gospel right now. But in the name of that fear or that concern, let's not sit around and wait and do nothing. If the fields are really ripe now, as Jesus said, then somewhere in my life there is someone today who needs to hear what I have to share. Somewhere in my circle of influence is someone who is ripe for harvest. And if Jesus can say, food aside, the real fuel that drives me is to do what God wants me to do, then if we want to be like Jesus, may our drive come from that exact same place. Today, pause for a moment, pray, ask God who that person is, who is ripe. The pressure is not on you to save them, that's Jesus' job, but the pressure is on you to share with them and let Jesus take it from there. Let's put this into practice today with at least one person. Let's share the Jesus story. Mm -hmm.